You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Very serious. The Mandatory Samson Podcast, coming to you live from Stand Up New York Labs in the heart of New York City. My name is Chris Flannery, and I'm joined by my friend with the custom Tim Tebow hat, Joseph Noe, and my other friend over there, looking dapper, Andrew Genelosi. Thanks, buddy. We're also being produced by the man that makes this all possible, yeah. uh, John Fatigan. Thanks for doing it, buddy. Thank you, John. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. We got a little... Started a little late today. If you're watching on Daily Motion, just yeah. deal with it, okay? There's no problem. Uh, listen, if you're listening right now on SoundCloud, stop what you're doing and go subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud. On iTunes. And iTunes, too. On everything. You Whatever just you said if do. you're listening on SoundCloud, stop listening and go subscribe. Yeah, because oh, okay. it doesn't got, mean that people are necessarily yeah, subscribed to it, sure. okay? If you're subscribed, just relax. Go on iTunes. Yeah, we need not, those numbers to Yeah, we up. need those numbers to keep going up. Guys, we have a what I would call barn burner of a show nice. uh, on tap here. We got a lot of stuff we're going to get into. We got some clips. We have a Chesterfield cigarette ad that we have to play, uh, one of our greatest sponsors. Uh, also, again, Polar Seltzer. I'm drinking blueberry today. I'd love for them to sponsor this podcast. They won't. Um, to start things off, mm-hmm. we got an email, a little bit of feedback from last oh, nice. week's conversation. We, we went pretty hard on Oklahoma, if you guys recall. Yeah, we did. Oh, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> so we got an email from somebody, and I figured, you know what? Let's just read it. And actually, remember, we, we guessed that the term Sooner, uh, like an Oklahoma Sooner, meant just like a racist person. Mm-hmm. It's not what it means, apparently. Oh. oh of, all right. <laughs> so, but this that guy was told a bit us. tongue in cheek, but yes. that's fine. So this guy tells us what Sooner means. And it's actually kind of interesting. But Is anyway, it? but let me, re- let me read the email first, and we can get into this for a second. Cool. Long-time listener, first-time caller, which I think is cute. It's a cute way to start. I like it. I'm appalled that you think it is okay to compare the actions of a few to the beliefs of over 3 million of my fellow Oklahomans. And what he's referring mm. to, or he or she, I don't know who it is, we, we're talking about the SAE yeah. uh, chant. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I emailed this person back when I got this email. I don't think we said that everybody in Oklahoma... We might have said it, but we were obviously joking. Yeah, we're just kidding. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I, right? That's exactly what I said in the email. Like he the got, whole thing is like it's it's all kind of has that underlying sarcasm. To of it. course, I'm a appa- oh, I already got there. There are always going to be a few bad eggs, and I'm not sure that the point Joe made about blacks being only five percent of the university is valid. It's not valid in terms of the chant, but it's valid in like what we were talking about, yeah. where it's like if there are no black people around, you're not gonna think about black people at all they're just not there there's more black people there maybe you're like well maybe we don't throw the n-word around i don't know that's always been my policy (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) right that's every white person's policy out of the uh around twenty-five thousand students at the university of oklahoma 63 percent are white while the whites make up 77 percent of the united states all right speaking directly to andrew here calling him out i find it very interesting that you almost get emotional when your co-host uses the word retarded and we almost never do almost uh, <laughs> or other offensive terms but have no problem calling someone quote a fucking piece of shit and a quote fucking moron just a thought what, what are you guys talking about, about you were talking about the guy with the chant oh well he shouldn't have done that he is a fucking moron <laughs> right. like what do you want me to say um what, 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 what was the other problem well, he's just saying that you sometimes get emotional. Oh, oh because I say offensive things when I get... Yeah, okay. So that's fair. I mean, I, I don't know what else <laughs> yeah. to say to that. Right, I, like, I feel like everybody kind of operates that way, right? Everybody's yeah. going to say something offensive. Sometimes it doesn't mean you can't get offended by anything because of that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't... I have mean, that's just how my brain works. If so. something bothers you and it upsets you, that's fine. If yeah, okay. You know, okay. And he goes, concluding, though, I just thought... Uh, you all were better than making blanket statements about a state or school, comparing the actions of a few to the beliefs of all. Sincerely, not all Oklahomans are closed-minded. Look, oh, I nice. get your point. I emailed you back. You know that if you're listening. Uh, but that's we're joking a lot of the times when we make a blanket statement. I understand that not everybody in Oklahoma is yeah. a racist. You're listening to the show, so you're probably not a racist, right? Like, I would hope not. You wouldn't want to listen to this a lot of the time because we get into, we call racist dumb people and, you know, we mm-hmm. go after them. And thank you Fucking for listening. idiots or whatever. Yeah, thank you for listening. Now, 
I don't think you're that mad at us because you you told us what a sooner is, which I appreciate. Thank the you. The term sooner was coined during the Oklahoma land run of 1889. Thousands of early Okies camped out until the day of the land run. At the sound of a gunshot, meanwhile, this is how we should do land. Well, this now. is that movie, oh, yeah. that Tom, yes. that Tom Cruise movie with uh, what's it called? This is how they did things back then. I don't remember. You don't remember? No, but in any event, he goes, at at the sound of a gunshot, families would claim land up to 160 acres at a time. That's awesome. As long as they improved the land, they could have it for free. Some people illegally entered the land early and are known as Sooners. So essentially, Sooners are bandits. Ah. Very cool. That's very cool. So that's a little bit of a history lesson for us from an upset Uh, Oklahoman. Good. Far and Away was the name of the movie. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of Tom Cruise trivia. What was that called? Uh, the That practice of when they would shoot the gun and you would all race for it. Whoa, the well, it just said, like a land grab or whatever. Yeah, but there was like a, a certain term for it. I used to like history a lot, but it's kind of gotten away from <laughs> I, it. I, mean, yeah. I, I like history. All right. So that's what we got going. We've got a lot of other topics that we're going to get into uh, this episode. We're going to decide a little bit later, depending on how long we have left mm-hmm. or whatever. Um the Kanye West anonymous video, anonymous put out a video saying that Kanye West is like not a real artist and they're going to probably target him and they kind of chastise him. It's weird because I don't necessarily believe that it is anonymous okay. or it's just some guy that's yeah, whatever. So we can get into that potentially later. We got the Starbucks thing. We got oh, Netanyahu nice. winning reelection. We got a little bit of climate change stuff. We got a lot of stuff going on. But first, we have uh, obligations to Chesterfield Cigarettes and we're going to play their exciting new oh, ad yay. right now. Stop! Start smoking with a smile with Chesterfield. Smiling all the while with Chesterfield. Put a smile in your smoking, just give them a try. Light up a Chesterfield, they satisfy. Yes. Instantly you'll smile your approval of Chesterfield's smoothness. So smooth, so satisfying. You want them mild. We make them mild and mellow with the smooth, refreshing taste of the world's best tobaccos. Put a smile in your smoking. Next time, stop. Remember, in the whole wide world, no cigarette satisfies like Chesterfield. All right. So there you go. So great. And that's why everyone smiles. Put a smile in your smoking. Chesterfield, the best in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chesterfield, for all your support. We appreciate it. Um, I wish I could still run ads like that. They're not even allowed to run well, what cigarette do you mean? ads they on They run TV. that ad. What are you talking about? Uh, they just sent me that ad oh, okay. two days Sorry. ago. And then we pl- okay. I don't know what you're referring Sorry. to. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, all right. So California has one year of water left. That was the first <laughs> thing I wanted to get into because <laughs> oh, uh, we've been going off the top usually with a little climate change stuff, which is something that everybody has been talking about. Every, all the comics that come in, they're talking about it. It's like a big deal right now because of the Vice episode. Yeah. California only has one year of water left. The top... NASA water scientist, Hmm. this guy named Jay Familietti, he says, California has no contingency plan for a persistent drought like this one, let alone a 20-year-plus mega drought, except apparently staying in emergency mode and praying for rain. In short, (laughs) we have no paddle to navigate this crisis. So what if they just lay down pipes, I guess, and get the water from another state? Well, they, what about this $1 billion emergency drought relief package they're coming in with? Yeah, I mean, that's a temporary fix. That's something that they're going to do. What they are planning on doing is, like, San Diego's building a desalination plant. Like, they're just going to take ocean water and take okay. the salt out of it. So that's one way to do it. Or they're going to reuse, like, wastewater. That's mm. another option. I would go salt water first. I would go salt water first, definitely. Nobody wants to drink shit water. That's disgusting. No, yeah. man. Yeah, like, you know it's going to get clean, but that's just not a... It doesn't matter. It was shit water. Yeah, water. yeah, that's exactly right. So, all right. So, anyway, that that I just wanted to bring that up because that's a tangible effect. Like, California is going to run out of water. So, that's a big problem. And like we've been talking about, this guy, James Inhofe, uh-huh. he brought the snowball to the Senate floor and all this. We've talked about it the last couple of weeks. Obama was interviewed by Shane Smith of Vice, which was a decent interview. It was pretty good. Okay. And Shane Smith brought that up, and Obama said, quote, that's disturbing that the person that runs the, you know, is in the Senate and runs the Environmental Committee would bring a snowball and denies <laughs> climate change. So anyway, so that's just a little bit of a wrap-up on that. Uh, you got any thoughts about that, Joey, about California running out of water? Uh, I think that's going to be a huge issue. You do? Yes. How come? What do you, what do you think but the people, uh, people like to drink water and wash and clothes. That's true. And not to mention, probably over the years, everyone hasn't been thinking about preserving any of the water. Well, that's the problem. The groundwater yeah. is just 
evaporating. That's a good point. People do like to drink water. Yes. Okay. Yes. And those people who leave the faucet running when they're brushing their teeth, stop it. Yeah, haven't you? Did, That's a lot of Do you people. guys remember watching like Sesame Street as a kid where there's a kid brushing his teeth and then through the window you can see a little pond and there's a fish in it? Yes. And the kid's Aww. got the water running as he's brushing his teeth and the brrr, the pond just keeps draining and the fish is like, oh, I'm going to die. And then he turns it off and he saves the fish. And the but kid anyway. goes and spits the water back into the pond? That's exactly right. And that'll be California next year. That's what they're going to have to do if they want to save their goldfish. All right. This one r- annoys me and I think it it speaks to a larger problem. Like we always talk about this isn't truly a democracy anymore because the will of the people is not being done it's basically being controlled by the super rich by mm-hmm. corporations money and politics is a huge PACs. problem packs that's all part of the same deal ted cruz who's a republican from texas he is a potential 2016 presidential nominee and he was being interviewed or he was at a town hall excuse me and he was asked about the role of the super rich in politics during a new hampshire town hall meeting and he i have a bunch of his quotes he essentially is saying that he thinks that money absolutely can be speech and should be speech. It should be oh, equated to the same way that you have the freedom of speech. Okay. Mm. These are some of his quotes. He goes, I believe everyone here has a right to speak out in politics as effectively as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now, the system is crazy, but the answer is not to muzzle citizens. It is to empower citizens. In the Senate race, I had 35 million in nasty attack ads against me. And you know what? It was their constitutional right to do so. So basically, Ted Cruz is saying that the most effective way to let the citizens talk is to let the people that have the most money get people elected, essentially, mm-hmm. is his point. Because he's equating money to speech. That is not the, the right way to do it. We've talked about it a number of times. The best way to handle uh, like turning this back into more of a democracy is to take more money out of politics is to have publicly financed campaigns and, yeah. and give people an actual chance to go out and vote and campaign and, and work from the ground up as opposed to a shit ton of money like packs so, like you're talking about. So, so my question for Ted would be really simple. So when you have a group of people who have no money whatsoever, like most people, right. how would you heal them? Oh, that's why you wouldn't. But that's exa- but right. That's exactly the point. Right. He's saying that, look, if you don't have a billion dollars, that's not my problem. The person, the person that has a billion dollars should be able to spend as much of it as he wants in politics. But I don't understand how he could be so short-sighted to not see that that yeah. is a tremendous deficit for the average person who's not going to be donating millions of dollars to campaigns. Yeah, I mean, you said it right away. After you read that, it's like, well, that's not really how things should work. <laughs> right. like, it's, like, it's just, it's as simple as that. I, I don't understand it, man. Uh, he supports lifting all contribution limits in exchange for disclosure, oh, meaning you could donate a trillion dollars as long as you say, yeah, it's me, Joey, don't oh. it. Which, that's, I mean, disclosure is good. But taking away all uh, contribution limits is absolutely insane. Yeah, it is. Because you're drowning out the voice of the average person. Clearly, that makes sense. I I just wrote... Yeah. No, God, Andy. No, I was just going to say it's only going to get worse. I mean, we've been seeing it get worse and worse over the years, and now they're like opening the floodgates. It seems to just let it be a free-for-all. Absolutely. You want to know something? I think the only way to fix this problem would be to try to get it off the current platform that it's on. Like, if they can throw all this money into the media, if we can open another source where people could get that information from that people can't advertise on or anything, type thing. Well, yeah. I mean, well, the idea behind a publicly financed campaign, in my mind, is you take out all these political Mm -hmm. contributions. It would would lessen the length of an election period, which is what's insane on top Mm -hmm. of that. It's like literally they're running for a year. True. There's all the debates. It's insane. If you publicly financed it, you make it like a five-month process or whatever where you have you increase the number of debates that you have. So it would be incumbent on the networks, like you know the basic cable networks, mm. to donate time because they, they operate in the United States, be part of the democracy. They yeah. would donate Inform the people. hours of time so that people could debate, you could see the issues, mm-hmm. and then otherwise, you know, regular people can donate. You, you maybe have a limit or whatever, yeah. but... But you you would vastly take out the PAC money and all the negative advertising, and then maybe you'd actually elect people based on what they have to say. Say you had a four-hour debate. That's the problem, too. Mm -hmm. The debate's like an hour or two hours. If you have six candidates in a primary period, you're not really getting to know what those people are, what they actually think. No. No, Because they they have four minutes to talk. If you had like a four-hour debate between a couple of people or three people, that 
you're really going to see people crack or not. You're going to see them stand up to the pressure and be able to actually answer questions as opposed to, you know, oh, oh, we got this question from Twitter. Like, how do you feel about freedom? (laughs) Like, well, I like freedom. It's good. You know, Uh, like it's that type of silly shit. But until you actually have a, a, a situation where the big money is out of politics and people are actually answering questions, yeah. you know, I don't think we can ever get back there though. Not, I, not I this way. Possible, no, man. I don't think, I don't like, really think it's possible. I either. think that's like, that's just like a dream. Unfortunately, I don't think it'll ever go back there. We're so far the other way at this point. Like, you know, nothing's going to change. Definitely. And especially when the pervading, uh, thought process is like, let's a guy just like this. make it worse. Yeah. Let's yeah. just continue. This is speech. The, yeah. the other thing that I wanted to bring up that I think kind of ties into this, and it's always been an issue that, I, that I've had, is the idea of corporate personhood. When you oh, yeah. equate money to speech, eventually you're making cor- – essentially you're making corporations people because they're an entity that their sole purpose is to make money and they're not beholden to people on, except to the extent that they have to sell products to them. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not trying to make like democracy work better or lives better. Okay. When you make money speech, you're giving a thing, not a person, but you're giving corporations and the people that run those corporations the ability to donate billions of dollars, which then becomes speech. They are yeah. now essentially becoming human in that sense. Yeah. And that's a, that's a tremendous problem. Uh, and the more corporate person is enabled, the worse things will get politically and socially because they're not, again, like I'm saying, they're not interested in the democracy working no. better. They're, no, they're interested in their companies getting bigger. Right. That's all. Yeah. Right. And 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 really, if you want to get to the heart of that problem, then you're you're allowing capitalism to supersede democracy. Well, that's yeah. what it is. Right. That's what, and that's what it has been for the past couple of years. It seems like, but um, no doubt about it, because they, because corporations are controlled by boards of people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and their job is ultimately to buy politicians. That if speech, you know, whatever yeah. they can make law. So that is the problem, though, and and I, it's frustrating to me when you got a guy who. He's not going to be president, Ted Cruz. No. He's a guy that does have a sphere of influence in the Republican Party and essentially pushes the party further right with shit like this. Yeah, but the fact that the board of Procter Gamble is going to be running the United States is a bit of a problem. Of course, or Monsanto or whatever you want to say. Oh, Monsanto. That'd be even better. So that's a a big deal. Uh, You got any final thoughts on that, Joseph? Yeah. um, See... There's a lot of money in politics and stuff, as I was trying to say before. And with the debates and everything, maybe if we could tell everyone that it would be like streaming or it's open source or something, well, the money wouldn't be as much of an issue. Because that way, well, it it really comes down to it's just they can pick and choose who they want because they could just throw all the money from the sponsorship. Who's they? What are you talking about? Uh, The corporate... the board, the corporation, yeah, the, the people board, that are donating the money get to, yes, absolutely, get to choose. So, right. if I, I'm just trying to figure out a way that we can not take money out of the politics, but sidestep the in- the issue, like Kansas City Shuffle type thing. Everyone's looking <laughs> one way, right. and you go the other way. The Kansas City Shuffle, yeah, uh, the old Kansas City Shuffle in politics. Well, again, the the only answer I know, like it sounds silly, like oh, no money in politics, no. But it should be publicly financed because if it's actually coming out of taxpayer money, you're, the appetite to have millions and even potentially a billion dollars spent in an election disappears completely. Yeah. So the amount of money that's going to be spent is going to drop dramatically. So you're not going to be inundated with all these stupid ads and yeah. damaging mm-hmm. people's reputation. And again, then it can maybe potentially be based on actual issues because the only time you're going to see people talk is on – you know, a debate and yeah. you're, they're actually going to have to say things as opposed to just uh, attacking people and saying, Oh, Obama's from Kenya. Okay. Yeah. So would you say maybe some kind of like GoFundMe type thing would have to, no, it would evolve, literally maybe? just be a part of the, the federal budget where it'd be like this year we set aside $15 million or whatever. Yeah, it but is. I, I, I honestly don't see them actually doing that. Like I that don't getting either, passed. but that's the only way that it's going to get done. You're right. It's probably not going to get, so, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. okay. So now we're in the world where that doesn't get happened. Right. Do do we try to start GoFundMe type things or no? But that's some the kind same of grassroots idea. thing or something. See, because the the only thing that can really stop it is a cap on donations. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which do you know what the current one is? I, I want to say it's like I I don't know I don't yeah, even want to okay. guess maybe yeah I don't know I don't even want to yeah. guess but 
But anyway, but the point is, when you have these packs, like we're talking about, the super packs, they can really donate unlimited money and they don't have to yeah. say who they are. That is a huge problem, but that just happened this, with Citizens United. That's not going to be yeah. overturned anytime soon as long as you have a Republican majority in the Supreme Court. That's not going to happen. So we'll see. But the, yeah, I mean, the GoFundMe thing is essentially what that's what you do now. Yeah. You can just donate to a campaign. So I don't know. Um, all right. I mean, that's basically it. I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's uh, troubling. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely an issue with our democracy. Um, so. Oh, got uh, just real quick. The limit for the 2014 cycle was to be 123,000, but that doesn't make much sense. That's as an individual. Can yeah. Donate, yeah, right. yeah. A, a pack can donate as much money as they want. Well, it doesn't seem that way. Really? What's it say? There's just a lot of, li- there's a, just all the numbers are very small, which doesn't make sense. Like a pack, they said like a limit for, to each candidate or uh candidate committee per election is like $2,600. Oh, really? And then $32,400 to the national party. And then to the state, district, local party, all that stuff, it's like 5000 combined limit. And, yeah, there's yeah. a way that they kind of go around it because it's like... Well, there's this other category uh-huh. called special limits. Right. Oh, we like that. With just about every single one of these, no limit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Right. See, so they create a pack... And if they're not, see, because that's that's the, that's how they do it. Like, I create a pack. Mm-hmm. I want Joey to be president, but I don't. I'm not outright connected to Joey's campaign. I'm just running ads. You're just you laundering know? money. Exactly. So that's how they get around that. This oh, okay, like that, gotcha. Right. Like, as opposed to me being like, yeah, I'm. I have this thing set up specifically for Joey. No, I just started a pack called like, wouldn't it be cool if Joey was president? Pack. Yeah. And then I just run ads, but it has nothing to actually do with you. And you can go. Oh, and that was what Steve Cobell did the uh, years exactly, ago, right? right? Yeah. Right. That's okay, exactly right. Gotcha. See, because then you can go. Well, no, I have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Okay. But. You do. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You, you don't Because you think it would be cool for you to be president. <laughs> oh, yeah, president. I do. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So that that's an interesting one. We can keep it our, our eye on that. But that's a continuing problem with our democracy. Democracy. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Now, this is just going to be quick. I really don't want to get into it too much. Netanyahu, like we talked about the last couple of weeks, he was potentially not going to win the election. He did win the election. His party, Likud, got 30 seats in the Knesset. Knesset or Knesset, I don't know, which is, but it's like their Congress or whatever. Uh, he got 30 seats. The Zionist Union got 24 seats, and that's like the more okay. uh, liberal part of the uh, the government there. Um, the interesting thing about it was Netanyahu, basically the, the day of the election came out and was like, I don't support a two-state solution at all. He's like, as long no, as I don't want a one-state solution. I want a sustainable, peaceful two-state solution. That's what he said today. Yes. Right. Oh, but the I'm day sorry, of the election, sorry, sorry. Yeah. he came out <laughs> and was like, no, no way am I going to do a two-state solution. And basically was saying the Arabs are streaming to the to the polling stations, like, get out there and vote, otherwise they're going to take over. Yeah. And it was like this like insane thing. And then today, yeah, he came he's out like, and he's like, he's like, no, I was just kidding. You guys know. I just had to get elected. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is insanely uh, damaging you know, politically. You, right? Like, <laughs> right. Wink, wink. Well, which is crazy because I was watching... Uh, uh, Chris Hayes last night and he had David Axelrod who ran Obama's campaign and Axelrod was like yeah but he's like Bibby does this all the time he's like he's gonna <laughs> say one he'll say whatever he has to say from day to day doesn't matter and it's yeah. hilarious because today he came out and was like no I you know I'll let the Palestinians have their yeah, own state I was on. just joking around come on guys <laughs> but that's kind of a crazy thing so anyway so that worked for him and uh, you know he, he's retained uh, the prime ministership of Israel but Something I wanted to bring up. The interesting thing about watching this whole process is that he gets 30 seats. I think there's like 120 or 126 seats or something in uh, in the Knesset. You have to form a coalition. 30 is not a majority. It's just the majority of all the parties that are taking place. It's the most amount. So he gets to form. He gets the first crack Mm -hmm. of forming government. The, there, essentially, when he creates this majority, there's going to be like 10 parties involved in creating that majority. That's great. That's yes. great for uh, democracy. Now, I don't know how it exactly works in Israel because I'm not in Israel. I'm not super up on Israeli politics. But I could tell you that in the United States, if we had the, the Republicans, say the Republicans were in charge, mm-hmm. but they had to form a government with like you know, moderate uh, Democrats or the communist party or whatever they had to join together. That's going to create a much more diverse um, 
platform yeah, in sure. terms of who, who it's going to help. Because say the de- say the lib- the super liberal Democrats say they were they took over our government. Mm-hmm. They could potentially form some kind of coalition with libertarians when it comes to legalizing marijuana or yep. different uh, you know liberty yeah. issues, whatever. That's uh, crucial, and I think that that's something that's definitely lacking, and I think it ties into what we're talking about just now with Ted Cruz and money and politics. Mm-hmm. That's a cool thing in the Israeli, uh, yeah, you know, uh, parliament or whatever you want to call it. Um, you got any? You got any thoughts about that? Um, I think it would be interesting if somehow maybe currently in the next maybe ten fifteen years if we could see a rise of one or two more parties. Well, and that, but that's. Again, that's a huge problem with the money in politics because mm-hmm. it's very easy for the moneyed interest to be like, no, pick A or, or B, B because we control both of those two. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Just different sets of corporations, but there's still a lot of like turnover between them. They control those two parties. If you have six, seven, eight, nine, ten different factions, the money then becomes diluted and it becomes much more difficult to control politicians and get policy passed which is good for democracy, yes. but bad for Exxon. You know, it's yeah. like it's not good for the major corporations. So. I th- Yeah, I think we probably won't see anything other than the two-party system in our lifetime, probably. I, that can't be possible. Guess. No. Yeah, I think it's, I agree I think you. they're locked in there for a while, man. A- absolutely. Like, absolutely. But, so why can't someone just go, I would like to start a new party? Uh-huh, they do, that all, do that all the time. Where are you going to get the money the from? Oh. Uh, like <laughs> the Green Party and all that, right? The Green Party, yeah. right? I voted for the Green Party, but it's knowing they're obviously not going to win the election. But yeah, yeah, but where are they? They're not getting donations because if they have a moral fiber or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, they're not going to want to take money from Monsanto or defense industry or whatever. No, and that's yeah, what I you have you. to do. And that is how you have to run for president yeah. in the United States, and that's the problem. You almost like, I would almost hope they would do it. Just take the money from Monsanto and like Procter Gamble and all that, and then just like and then just go in and do what you want. I, well, it would never happen. The, but never that's happen. the only. Know, but that's the only way that it that's could the happen. only way that it, that could <laughs> ever be possible. Nobody right. would have that ju- set of balls. Just dick them. Absolutely. Well, and you know, on a on a Senate level or a congressional level, maybe it's more possible. Mm-hmm. You can get different parties involved, but it doesn't. It would have to be in the Senate essentially, yeah, because they would. they actually have the ultimate say in what goes on, and and they deal with the president. But if you had the Senate broken down like forty Republicans, thirty Democrats, and then. 30 other yeah. people that are in different parties. Now you have to consent. You have to build a consensus. Census. Right now, that's why there's so much gridlock in Congress and why Congress's approval rating is so low. Mm. It's because you just have two parties that have no interest in working with each other because either side are being funded by different groups. Right. And that's it. Then they don't yeah. have to make consensus. They can't form a majority. If you have the dilute, uh, multiple parties, then... Yeah, no, they just have the attitude of like, look, man, we've been through this too long. We're not going to get along. And so now we're just going to make it bad for everybody. Right. They have no interest in making the democracy good or or things positive for people. We need to go back to 1776. Get this shit started (laughs) over again, man. I mean, that is what it's... I mean, obviously, I don't think we're going to have a civil war, but I I get your point. Like, we... Well, that's not what happened in 1776, but I get your point. Like... They there there does need to be a revolution in this country. It doesn't have to be violent necessarily, but no, but something has to be done because this speak sh- of revolution. You have to upset the apple card. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. love to see it. I mean, there's definitely people out there that are uh, capable of running the. And look, I think Obama's capable of running the country. I think a lot of people are, mm. but just not the way the system is set up. No, 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 no. I just I don't know. It's so hard to picture like nowadays like somebody actually standing up or like a group of people like rising up to be like look guys we really need to fucking change this or else it's going it's just going to get worse until it's until like i don't even know until it eventually explodes like it's got to go somewhere well it kind of feeds on itself because the government writes the rules for the Uh free market or whatever Mm -hmm. the money being made in the free market then feeds back into politics and now you just have this clusterfuck of people that are constantly in politics now they're in private business they're back in politics yeah they flip around you know the the interest just kind of feeds on itself and then the whole thing collapses because nobody's paying attention to the big picture they're just paying attention to the bottom line that's a huge issue see because i was reading uh, something online and it said that the unemployment rate was 5.5 right now right which I think, uh, as always, that we should really go by true unemployment rate. And there's supposed to be 60 million Americans that are jobless or unemployed. Right. What happens if those 60 million people stand up or go to Washington, D.C.? That's my question. What's more likely to happen is that those people just fall out of 
the spectrum completely, yeah. which is fine for people that are running for office. Yeah, because they don't have to worry inv- about them anyway. Yeah, you don't have to worry. They're not voting for either side, so who gives a shit? Yeah. The, but you're right. The problem is if they do stand up and then form their own coalition or yeah. get behind a particular candidate, yeah, that's that's... You know, but that's not going to happen because people that are in desperate times, people that don't have a job, they don't have time to pay attention to what's going on in politics. They're no. not. They, they, it's so far removed from what is going on in their everyday life where it's like, I got to feed my kid tonight. I don't have a job. They yeah. don't care what Mitt no, Romney had to say about the tax code. It's just like, that's nonsense, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, and, you know, this also goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago or whatever with mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Uh, she would be great. As president, the problem is she has to go through this system to become president. She's going to get tainted along the way. Yeah. You know, there are people out there, like a guy like Gavin Newsom, who I like, who is running for the governor of San Francisco, or not governor of San Francisco, the mayor of San Francisco. I really like that guy. I think, though, to run for president, he'd have to sell his soul along the way. You know, like, that becomes the problem. People just get corrupted, and that's part of why the system is able to stay in place. That's intentional. Like, you have to do some dirty shit to get take there. some dirty money and deal with these awful people to get to the point where you could be president and potentially make change. But at that point, you, it's, you're too corrupted to begin with. Well, the money has blood on it. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, yeah, I guess we got into this through the Netanyahu thing. Yeah, Netanyahu's pres- uh, yeah. prime minister of Israel, and uh, he did it in a kind of a shitty way, but he's there. We'll, we'll keep our eye on that. All right. So that's basically what I had to say, although mm-hmm. I have t- an option for two topics that we, okay. we talked about. There was this video that came out where Anonymous, the hacker group Anonymous that we've talked about, I support them when they do positive things. Yes. They release documents that we'd like to see and all this stuff. Uh, but they released this weird video, and I don't know, obviously, because they're anonymous. If it's actually them. Yeah. They released this video kind of like chastising Kanye West, which is extreme, it's weird. Uh, that's like a little bit of a longer video. It's like you don't s- have bigger fish to fry than Kanye well, West. I don't know. Well, who the hell knows what they're what they're up to? Well, they were going after ISIS. Yeah, that seems like a bigger deal than <laughs> Kanye West. But kinda, yeah. Um, that's like a seven minute video, which okay. I don't know. Might be long. It might be fun to listen to. It's it's kind of an entertaining and kind of high production value video, so it might be worth talking oh, about. And then also the other option uh, that we'll have to pick between the Starbucks race together thing. Howard Schultz, the CEO of Starbucks. Mm. Um, essentially is telling his work, the people, the, the baristas, or whatever you want to call them, start a conversation about race with people when you're serving them their coffee. No, oh, like, that's a mistake. He goes, if you don't want to do it, don't. But I, I'd encourage you to. Wouldn't it be great if we can get this conversation started? I, it's so a th- great conversation to have, and I understand that, and it should be have had right but when you have a bunch of people waiting in line just to get their goddamn coffee Mm -hmm. and you're gonna ask them about race Mm -hmm. it's not gonna piss off the person you're handing the coffee to but the 10 other people online oh sure that's a good point too yeah well okay but so nobody wants like uh, race part of an issue not denying it right but people in starbucks really don't give a shit they want their coffee and get the hell out i tend to agree with you but here here but i have a video of him yeah of course so what do you guys think i mean joe you have one topic yes i have one topic that would do you you think andy we should just hit both of these and get to joey's topic okay so why don't we get to joey's topic first because (laughs) you're really excited about this and then we'll close it out with the starbucks and the kanye thing also let me ask you this question do you have a song brother uh yeah i can pick one okay yeah so it'll be a little bit of a surprise we'll figure it out yeah i like to do it like that all right cool so we'll end the episode with a surprise song from andrew gentilosi nice uh all right joey go ahead you were excited about this as always i like to try to pick up stories that the media doesn't report on for whatever reason it may be this fucking this fucking meme that you got going on so we're gonna transport ourselves to germany Deutschland. Yes. Germany riot targets new ESC bank headquarters in Frankfurt. Okay. Okay. Dozens of people have been hurt and some 350 people have been arrested as demonstrators clash with police in the German city of Frankfurt. Now, the EC bank is a European central bank. Okay. The the name of the movement is called Blockupy. It's activists that are expected. uh, It's a bunch of people that uh, have come together. Uh, they it's are, not a pack of dogs no that are, no, no, no it's not <laughs> it's a pack of wild wolves attacking the banks <laughs> <laughs> no it, it, it's mainly uh, different political groups from like uh, different countries mm-hmm. that are basically very left and they don't support that the bank was put there the uh, the the ECB spent one one point four billion dollars on the actual building 
One point four billion or million? One point four billion on the on building. On a building? On a building. Is it nice? That's a beautiful building. <laughs> so, Marble and gold all over the so place. So the bank Did it, they let the dogs in the building? <laughs> <laughs> no. Take your is, fucking shoes off, wolves. <laughs> no, this is the This is more gotcha. <laughs> this is the interesting story about it. The bank, which is in charge of managing the euro. So this bank gets to manage the how much the euro is worth. So it's essentially so it's there they're putting like a Wall Street. Yes. There. Yes. They were an effective Wall the Federal Street. Federal Reserve whatever. Is responsible for framing eurozone policy and along with the IMF and the European Commission which is a part of a I have no clue a trickle troll or something. I don't know. Good. And it sets conditions for bailouts in different countries such as Ireland, Greece, Portugal and Cyprus. Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Why are they so are they the people that are protesting these yes. wolves? Are they upset that the building itself costs that much and that it's there physically or are they upset because they think then that like power is centrally located in Germany? It's more about the effective policy that the bank can set. And the fact that the policy is um there's an object that like defines the policy, which is right there, right, which so, happened to cost one point four. So it's kind of yeah, both yeah, yeah, right. But so, but they're upset because the Germans kind of essentially are like the de facto head of the European Union, right? Right yes. at this point. So yeah, so they're kind of upset that power is now physically and uh, figuratively located in Germany, Germany yeah. in Frankfurt. Yeah. Got to be careful. You now, do. Got to be careful things, about centrally located. got ugly ones. Yeah. <laughs> centrally <laughs> so, located so, power in Germany. So, Blackupy, would anyone like to know what the rallying core of these wolf dogs are? Yes, I would love to know what these wolves are up or chanting. They want capitalism without democracy. What? Wait. We want democracy without capitalism. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love you, Joey. You're like, this is the opposite of what they're, they're saying. Uh, no, 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 no. That, that's what they ch- they're chanting. They want capitalism without democracy. Oh, we oh, want oh, democracy without capitalism. Okay, so they're pro, they are for capitalism, but they're not into it. Uh, I get it, okay. Because somebody's using the system. They would like using chant. It is a confusing chant. They change that around, but they are wolves, <laughs> to be fair. Well, in the native wolf German, it's, oh. it makes a lot more sense. Uh, okay, so I get it. So oh. they want a, a separate... Two separate things. They yes. want capitalism to operate on its own and democracy to mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wouldn't we all? Yeah. Fucking German wolves. Good. They got the so, right idea. They okay. did. So the, so the group, Occupy, is made up of Germany's Die Frank and Occupy Frankfurt. Okay. So you got that going on. And then it's left-wing parties and unions are part of it as well. Yeah, of course. All right. And well, it's just interesting to me that you have riots in Frankfurt in front of a brand new building that they just spent $1.4 billion right. to right. build. Cop, you know, the cops are being sent in in riot gear. Right. And not one word of it on the media. Yeah, that you haven't seen. Where have you, where did you? BBC. Yeah, the BBC. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to see that on TV. That's way too... It's like, no, you don't want to watch people around the world actually, you know, standing up for themselves. That is a huge... That I'll give you. And yes. that was a huge thing that was going on during Occupy also, mm. like yes. here. And also the climate march that took place in New York City. There was very little coverage on TV of oh, yeah. hundreds yeah. of thousands of people Just that goddamn around. polar bear getting yes. arrested. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's all that we got out of that. Uh, that was huge. Huge deal. Yeah. And right, Joey, like th- this stuff is taking place all over the world. Yeah. But if it's easy for the powers that be, whoever you want to call them. The Jews? <laughs> I did not want to say that. Uh, the the point is the powers that be don't want you to see that because yeah. if you don't notice that people around the world are upset, then you just think things are fine. Yeah. yeah. You know? Our life is very much about thinking everything's fine and just staring straight ahead with those horse blinders on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, Not so effective for people. No, and it apparently doesn't work on wolves either because they can see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a great segue we're about to do because you said the, the blinders and kind of being distracted. That is part of the complaint of this so-called anonymous video. I knew, you were, oh, nice. I knew you were doing that. Did you? Yeah. Are you proud of me? Was that I'm good? proud. Yeah, yeah, I am proud. Uh, all right. So that no look segue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No look. Uh, in the conversation. Uh, go check it out. Um, okay. So let's get into this this video. Okay. Uh, I got to plug in the computer and uh, we'll play this. So basically, I don't know. Again, I'm just going to say before we play it, this is like a longer video. We can pause it and if we decide to bow out somewhere in it, yeah. fine. I haven't seen it, so I'm super excited. 
Yeah, it's weird. It's, I bet it's it very is. strange. You're super excited. Okay. Well, I, I like Kanye. I do praise too. Kanye. Oh, I hate when you do that. Though, what do you say? It's praise Kanye. Oh. <laughs> praise Kanye. I hate when he does that. You want to just explain so to people that aren't watching the video like what the deal is? You're wearing a Tebow hat right now. Yes, I am wearing a Tebow hat. Um, it says hashtag Tebow. Hashtag Tebow on it. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> When I found out that Tebow, the savior of the Denver Broncos, was going to get traded to the Jets, I was extremely excited. Sure. And I thought that the Jets were going to give him a chance and he would show everybody his prowess at football. Right. He did. He so, did. Yeah. It wasn't great. <laughs> Two for 37 passing. Yeah. That, that, wasn't an oppo- that, that wasn't a real opportunity. Anyway. Joe Joey fucking so, loves Tebow. He fixates on certain people, like athletes or whatever, and then that's just his guy. Like Vin Diesel, he calls him Van Diesel. Yeah, Van Diesel. But he just loves him for some reason. Anyway, Tebow, I feel, is a is a great human being. He does what he can. He believes in God. He, does he seem tries like nice to help people. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. He's just not a good football player. Well, the crazy thing is he could probably be a good fullback. I don't know why he just he's so dead. Like well, I gotta be a quarterback. Well, there's because, been so it, many because he said like that. that he wouldn't play unless if he was a QB. Okay. Exactly. Which which I understand. So you ain't playing, boy. <laughs> but my boy Chip Kelly, thank you, Chip, uh, gave him an opportunity to try out, and I want to send Tebow all my positive Aren't vibes. Are you a Cowboys fan? I am, but quiet. So, but you love the Eagles now. That makes no sense. Yeah, the I like Cowboy- Tebow. <laughs> Joey, the way football works is Cowboys fans, Eagles fans, and Giants fans. Oh, I hate each other. Can't exist in the same. Circle. Yeah, but this is what I've been. T- this is what I've been telling you. I've known Joey forever. He's a total front runner, piece of garbage, and he'll also a Johnny just- come lately. He's totally. I'm Johnny always only uh, Joey. Listen, I'm telling you right now, the Mets will make the playoffs this year. I'm telling you right Everybody's now. Everybody's been saying. I'm telling you this right now. There's everybody's been saying. Bobby. Mets playoffs. The Mets are not going to make the yes, playoffs. Yes, they are. I guarantee they won't. Yes, no, they, they will. No, nope. they're good this year. I don't think they're going to. Okay, fine. okay. Are you? Are you you're a Yankees fan, right? I mean, honestly, I'm I'm sort of out of baseball when I was watching baseball a lot. Yeah, I was a Yankees. Yankees fan. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, everyone's always a Yankees fan. Are you a Mets fan? N- yes, no. But what? there were there were players. Piazza I, years. I, I was play- a Mets. I wasn't fan. Li- like the only sport that I've sort I of Piazza. The only sport that I can't really root for another team is hockey. Mm. Baseball, there were players I liked. Like I was a huge Pedro Martinez fan growing up. It's like I love Pedro, the best. So there's a lot of players that I could like get into in, in baseball and pay attention to, and that's how I am in football. I, I yeah. just like good games, basically. Yeah. But that was great growing up in Massachusetts, having Pedro Martinez hucking fucking 17 strikeouts oh, a yeah. night. He's the man, and he'll throw Amazing. right at your head. He doesn't yeah, care. get oh. off the plate. That's Pedro's plate. That is man. <laughs> um, all right, a little chin music. That's exactly right. All right, so we got off the uh, the subject a little bit. Yes. Let's get into this Kanye. Uh, uh, well, Kanye, again, has nothing to do with this. This is just anonymous going after Kanye. Um, hold on. I'm going to get the video up right now, and then i got to plug the computer in uh, just a little bit of technical. Is he going to release a diss track, you think? Oh, my God. That would be awesome. You know, I thought about like, that. He, like, and I, slams anonymous. I would love it. I would truly love it. Although, I, I, But it never gets released because <laughs> they, they hear about it and just fucking cut it off. I fear for him if that happens. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here now this is the long anonymous attacking Kanye video. And this is based on his uh, his Grammy comments about Beck. So let, let's get into it. Really? We can put, do yeah, they we'll, take a shot at his wife at all? They do. I don't like it. And I will say this. I don't want to be this guy. But I will say there is a very subtle like racial tinge to it and you'll you'll get what i'm oh, saying really? it's sort of like this paternalism kind of yeah. you'll see yeah i i didn't like this at all all right so here we go the grammys if they want real artists to keep coming back they need to stop playing with us we ain't gonna play with them no more Alice, beyonce video and beck needs to respect artistry and he should have given his awards to beyonce Mr. West, good evening. We are anonymous. Oh, this, this can't be real. It does. Why? Why do, why do you say that? Right away with yeah. what's happening. Like. It just seems like the guy is not the typical guy that used to, where it's sort of like that computer-generated voice, you know? Yeah. All right. Anyway, let, let's keep going. That you just don't know when it is appropriate to blurt out your opinions. This is consistent with you. You always have to steal the moment from others who work equally as hard for their recognition. Naturally. And you are see- Right. That's a, there's a lot of things that, like, this 
anonymous person says where you're like, that's just an assumption you're making. Like, you don't know how fucking hard Kanye works or how hard Beck works. You don't know. Shut, shut your mouth. All right, here we go. And oh, by the way, I, I like anonymous, so I don't, I don't need any trouble. <laughs> I'm just making comments about the video. That's all. Okay. <laughs> And even well, I don't think. Every- no, we've always been supportive of that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. like, this, is just- this, but I don't even think this is a real video. Like the production value just looks off to me. Everything about it seems off. It, it has a different vibe just, to it. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not like they're normal videos. And also, as we'll keep going, you'll see it kind of cut. Like the fact that this video is was made contrasts with the point that the video is trying to make. So, oh, that's interesting. You'll see. What else to be aligned with your personal opinions? You smack other artists in the face if they don't fit within your own personal definition of an artist. Meanwhile, listen to that music in the background. Who doesn't like that? Like a spoiled not child Jesus in a grown man's body Take who is ready to set off a boiling temper tantrum the very moment you don't get all the things you want. I bet your wife is subconsciously fed up with raising a little boy for a husband. Aww. See, like, she's fed up with raising a little boy for a husband? Who are you, British fellow? Uh, doesn't with your, matter. That's wh- probably true cares no i don't think you think kim looks at kanye as a baby i think that he acts like a child a lot yeah Uh, she does think that how could you not think that i don't think he acts like a child i think he acts like somebody that just doesn't he uh, to me when i watch this guy like have a freak out yeah he probably doesn't have to do it but it's truly because he gives a shit that much it's not Mm. like he's a baby it's that he literally no, nobody could tell no, him what to do. That's and not he, what it is. It's that's not what it is. It's that he's an immature. I like him. I like his music, but dude, he's. It's not because he just so cares about it so I, much. It's not. It, that's part of it. Uh-huh. But there are people I'm sure who care about it just as much as he do. Who don't have to open their fucking mouth every time something makes them upset. Well, right, but he doesn't have to. But he does because it's like. It makes good TV anyway. Sure, but that but that goes back to the point of like he doesn't have to, and you're not supposed to do that. You're well, supposed, supposed to just act like a fucking man and just handle it, and just like if you want to make a point, make a point, but you don't have to go out on these outlandish, <laughs> show-stopping tirades. All right, let's continue nah. with the video. Okay, that's fine. I'll tell. I'll accept your what you're saying. Here we go. And I am sure your mother would have been so proud of your behavior. Ooh. Oh, yes. no, he didn't. Yeah, see, I, I don't like that anyway. It's like for his mom died. He was very close to his mom. It's like, go oh, fuck yourself. That's you fucked know. up. Yeah, it's like, go oh, fuck yeah. off. All right. All right. Would she have stood beside you and your wife's decision, you know, to break the internet with Kim's full nude photos? There's nothing wrong with sacrificing your morality for a little bit of extra income and attention. Am I correct? He doesn't need the money. A, he doesn't need the money. B, what kind of like weird puritanical like morality are you going by where Kim Kardashian showing her ridiculously good looking ass is like now that's immoral to show that? That's what's weird about this, and that's what kind of mm-hmm. caught my attention. It's like, is this anonymous? Like yeah. what? What what you, no you, you think that Kim Kardashian showing her tits is immoral? What are you part of the Church of England, this guy? Calm down. Mm. You seem comfortable with your wife as she continues to milk society's attention with their uncontrollable obsession with sex. A woman who skates through life from the praise and worship fueled by the leak of a sex tape on the internet? Really, Mr. West? Is this the best you could do with so many talented artistic women across countries? By approving this irresponsible behavior, you are accepting the reality that one day your daughter will face the repercussions of this photo with classmates in school. Oh, you God. also are condoning this to the young girls who follow Kim on Twitter and witnessed her success as she continually rises to fame and stardom using her body. Yeah, that's Kanye's fault that the that that culture and people in general like looking at like uh, good-looking women naked. Mm, like, yeah. yeah, that's Kanye's fault. And that that also pisses me off where he, he's attacking his daughter now. He's going like, "Oh, your daughter essentially is going to get picked on because she, well, she like that's going to be a fucked up part of her life, but her life is going to be fucked up regardless." Yeah, so. but yeah. you know what else is going to be awesome about her life? She's Kanye West's daughter. That's going to be pretty cool. I think it's going to be and fine. And Kim Kardashian's. And daughter. Kim Kardashian's daughter. Yeah, I think it's going to work out. Probably the people that she's going to be around are of equal stature to her you think she's gonna what's she gonna go to a public school no no you know what i mean she's not gonna no she'll be told she'll be just like kim kardashian she'll yeah. be told she's great her whole life even though she doesn't have any talents or well anything. you don't know that but, yeah, but the she point might is be really, like, yeah she might be talented her dad's tell. fucking talented as hell uh the other the other thing is like 
Yeah, okay, but that's just a reality of his life. I don't know. This we we probably don't have to keep going with this, but no, I, just, I don't want to because it keeps going with the same bullshit. But it's it, it just annoyed me. This sort like, of like, what are you doing? You're just you're picking on Kanye West. Like why? I, but I don't get it, well, it. and what's his point? You no, know, but we're saying this. But we need to before also, you close like, it. Put this in perspective of why are they picking on him? Because right. he's an asshole. Because he picks on everybody else. He that's why. Pi- but see, but that's the thing. I don't think he's picking on people. It's he not wasn't picking on people. No. No. Okay, you're right. I don't he think was so. Just putting people down. Well, he didn't say Beck sucks at making music. He was just like, I think he should have gave it to Beyonce. Beyonce, which is so weird, also, because I don't think Beyonce like Beyonce is good too. But I don't know why that's like his obsession. It was just with Beyonce. Yeah, who has like five staff writers writing her songs, like it's a sitcom. Yeah, Yamanika on ranting and raving. Uh-huh. Uh, with Yamanique and French side eye Chloe thinks that Kanye is in love with Beyonce. He probably is. He's, he's be. doing it like for her attention. We're gonna get Yamanika and possibly Chloe both on this. Well, he did it awesome. with Taylor Swift too. That, that was about Beyonce, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Beyonce was, made one right? of the greatest videos of all time. Yeah, yeah. it's the greatest video. <laughs> yeah, but that was he was drunk and his mom just died. That was like a whole thing. But she did have one of the greatest videos of all time. I, I don't just. Care. Uh, it was a much better video. I don't care. about Yeah, it's Beyonce immaterial at all. Right. A- at what point do they go into Jesus walks? Do you know? Yeah, they go into it in a, in a few minutes. I, I mean, is, it, is there any way we could skip to just that part of play? Uh, I don't know. I mean, here, what's a fan? There's what's you. Basically, like the point he's making is like, oh, look how far you've come. I bet even Jesus himself would be proud to walk with you. Uh, here we go. My, you've changed so much since your humble beginnings, but you've never once been humble. You've always. Right, been I mean, that's basically. He's basically saying like you used to make songs about Jesus, and now you don't. It's so weird. It seems like that's some sort of like evangelical dude like making an anonymous video. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was very strange. That's weird. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I I do like Kanye, and you know what? I don't care. Like I find it entertaining when he does stuff like that. I don't I don't care whether he's an asshole in real life or not. He makes great music. I'm entertained by what he does. I'm entertained by what his wife does. I hope his little girl grows up to be really happy. And that's the end of it. I don't give a shit about the rest of it. Like he doesn't need to be uh, a saint and also create music because go back in history. Do you think uh, Beethoven was a pleasant guy to be around? No, know. but everybody likes to listen to Ode to Joy. There's a lot of people that are great at one thing and are not great at other things, and that's just the balance. And, yeah. and, and maybe the imbalance is what makes him great at music. So if you're going to turn him into this other guy, and he's a young dude still. When Kanye's 45, 50 years old, maybe he'll have some, some different perspective. And he'll be like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have done that stuff. And he usually apologizes for shit. It also goes on to say like, Oh, you don't have a social message. You're doing all this no. shit and blah, blah, blah. Really? How about when he was on the Hurricane Katrina uh, telethon and he said that black George Bush hates, hates black, black people. people? Great point, buddy. You're right. Like, he definitely has a social message. Listen to his song. That's the thing. Like, this, this people fixate on, on him, his little, like, whatever you want to call him, temper tantrums. But if you listen to the music, which is the thing that he is famous for, mm-hmm. definitely, and the thing he's great at, and everybody acknowledges that, he, he's saying something in those songs. So yes. I, I just disagree with people that, that are going to choose to focus on the media narrative of Kanye as an asshole and he steals people's spots spotlight who the fuck was talking about beck before the grammys you know what i'm saying like he's right to an extent no nobody nobody was months before the grammys be like wow you gotta hear that beck album no nobody said that nobody cares i'm sure a lot of people said that not to me did you hear anybody talk about it i hear people talk about Beck. you didn't yeah. hear people talk about Beck. yes people do talk about music chris so, uh, my other than Kanye West and Taylor Swift people who have like music blogs people that are just casual music fans are not going around being like that Beck album changed my life nobody cares about it nobody's listened to Beck since Loser came out okay I did like that song have you heard this new album yeah you've listened to the new Beck album I haven't listened to the whole thing but I've heard like six songs off it's okay. good it's good yeah right okay it's a good album so the point is like Kanye's right, whatever you know what we don't have to get into the whole thing but I think the point is like listen to what Kanye's saying in his songs and if you don't like the other shit just tune it out it doesn't yeah. matter it's yeah like, and for the record his music is starting to decline anyway but that's just here or uh, there his based, first his like first two or three albums were great Jesus was not that good of an album I was so psyched for it I'm a huge fan of his but and and I've and I've had this conversation with so many people it's just not a good album I don't think it's not There's a good like album two I just think good it's songs. He went crazy with the... And I, I got yeah. like how they made it. They went crazy with the production. He had like Hudson Mohawk and all those awesome dudes in there. and But but the just the album, not that good. 
Um, you can tell there's too. They tried to put too much into it and make it this huge, like life changing thing, like it was supposed to be. But it really wasn't, man. Like Kendrick Lamar's "Good Kid, Mad City" was ten times better than Jesus. Yeah, it's a different. I mean, it's a totally different vibe. I think it is, but, but there, I think there the, were a bunch of other, like J- fucking J. Cole's new album, uh, Forest Hills Drive, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, biggest album maybe drop of all time. People were going crazy over that shit. Right. Um, I mean, I think the thing you brought up Kendrick Lamar. I think the thing with him and Kanye is that they're both the why they're successful or, or why they're interesting to pay attention to is that they're both regardless of whether you like the outcome, they're trying different things sonically and they're trying yeah. to create new sounds and okay. You don't like Jesus. That's fine. It's not my favorite of his albums either. I, I like it, but mm-hmm. he changes his style every album and this new one that's going to be coming out is going to be a totally different. Like I love what I've heard off that album. So far. what Pimp a butterfly? No, off of uh, Kanye's new album. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No, I, I just got to Pimp a butterfly. Actually, I was listening to a few of the tracks so far, but um, yeah. Well, anyway, so so that's the whole kind of thing, Joey. You got any any wrap up on that? No, I I I I think we're good on that. Yeah, no, I agree. How dare you just leave me flat like that? I, I can't believe you. Okay, okay, I got it. Chris Kanye. Uh, all right, we're good. Oh, uh, you fucking son of a bitch! Um, all right, so that's it for the Kanye thing. Let's just wrap up with this uh, this Starbucks thing. I just wanted to get your opinions okay. on it, and if people out there are listening, I'd love to get your opinions on it too because. Let's. I have the. I have like a. It's a minute clip of of Howard uh, Kurtz, who's the CEO of of Starbucks, talking about this um, idea, and what he th- how he thinks it's going to work, and then we'll get into it. Because to me, the guy seems pretty genuine about what he's saying. So let's just hear what he has to say about this, and uh, then we'll talk about it. Oh, hold on. Oop, oops, I messed up. I got to plug in the computer. There we go. But how can we do it so that we elevate that? sense of humanity inside our stores with our customers and ask our own people, you, our Starbucks partners, to facilitate a conversation and perhaps we could do something that would be catalytic for the country. And so we're creating this partnership with USA Today entitled Race Together. Uh, We've developed, I think, a very important tool, resource, that will be uh, inserted into every USA paper beginning on March 20th. It'll be available in our stores, and I think it can be a primary vehicle to get people to understand uh, that we need a new level of sensitivity understanding around these issues, and perhaps we can, again, uh, really create and elevate a conversation in our stores that could go well beyond our stores, and perhaps we can convince other businesses and other business leaders to join with us as a result of what we're going to do. We had a great result when I asked you once before to write something on a cup. And here's the point. I know this is an emotional issue, but it is so vitally important to the country. And I think we're so much better as a people than we are showing up in so many cities across America. So what what if we were to write Race Together on every Starbucks cup? And that facilitated a conversation between you and our customers. And what if our customers, as a result of that, had a renewed level of understanding and sensitivity about the issue, and they themselves would spread that to their own sphere of influence? Now, some of you may be uncomfortable doing this, and if you are, you have no mandate for me to do it. Just bow out. You don't have to do it. And if a customer doesn't want to receive a cup that says race together on it, then either give them another beverage or... Or throw scalded coffee in their face and call them a racist. Just replace their cup. Oh, replace their cup. Never yeah. mind. That's what he meant. Replace the cup. <laughs> oh. I see, I would, have, I would have naturally gone to throw it in their face and call them a racist. Yeah, and just yeah. scream at them and be like, you're the problem! Get out of here, you Jared! Say. Yeah, Jerry, I, I said Jared. I don't, I don't want to imply at all that Jared from the Total Fry Move podcast is the problem. I, I just... That, He's the, part of it, but not the whole problem. Uh, that was just what Dave came Smith. to my mind. Yes, part of the problem with Dave Smith. Go check it out. Uh, Joey, thoughts about that? I... Uh. <laughs> I mean, I want to say off the bat... I'm not a big Starbucks guy. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I don't go to Starbucks. And it actually kind of annoys me that there's a billion Starbucks all over the place. It's like that homogenization mm-hmm. of whatever. Okay. But that Howard Kurtz guy seems like a nice guy. Yeah, it seems like he is well-intentioned, if not misguided. That seems like he seems like a nice person. It seems yeah. like he's trying to do something good. See, Lives but, right next door to where Kurt Cobain killed himself. 
Really? Did True story. You think he goes? There? That's interesting. Yes. But was that they, intentional? They live in the just... same neighborhood. No, no, no. They lived like he lived there. Oh, when like growing Cobain up. Lived there. Oh, wow. No, no, no. They both live in uh, Washington, right. Lake Washington. Yeah. Wow, that's that's interesting. like the richest neighborhood in Seattle. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. I get you. See, oh. yeah, it was the actual house where he did it. Really? Yeah, where he killed himself. He killed himself in his mansion. Howard Kurtz bought. No, he lives next door. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, I wonder if he was there. He was, I mean, he's probably home. <laughs> he might have heard the gunshot. Might have. It was a 22, so. Fuck. You yeah. want to ask him? Yeah, we'll get in touch with Howard Kurtz. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. And the electrician. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's a great conversation to be had. And I could understand, like, if it was a coffee shop where people would sit down and share ideas and uh-huh. such. And maybe that's what he's trying to do is turn Starbucks more into an experience thing where people go there and spend a decent amount of time well, buys a few coffees and things. I mean, that happens in the city, definitely. I think, like, more in suburban areas, it's not as I, common for people to just go sit at a Starbucks. But. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say that. I don't go to Starbucks if I get coffee. I'm more of a tea drinker, but if I get coffee, mm-hmm. I'll go to Dunkin'. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Fancy tea. January. Yeah, I love tea. Yeah, too. I don't. Coffee's not good for you, man. Uh, too too much of it isn't yeah. good for you. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, at the, I have to go like get it for my sister sometimes. They love it. And at the ones like in Fairfield, nobody's sitting down. But right. we walk past like four on the way here from the subway. And I always see people sitting down. And yeah, yeah. People out. have their laptops. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you need the city. You need to kill time sometimes. And yeah. right. you need a place like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, is- I, I just like view in my mind. It's Monday morning. Everyone's already upset to begin with. Yeah. You have 15 people online. You have the Batista, who's just trying to do a job. <laughs> Dave Batista. <laughs> Tony <former> Batista. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> trying to do a job. Uh, barista. And she writes, ra- you know, race together on a cup. And you get someone who's not in the right frame of mind who might go off on the little. The little Batista. lady or little, man. The little lady that's working there, yeah. <laughs> or man. Yeah, I mean, I think, it definitely, I think it definitely has potential to hurt their sales, probably, because people are going to be, like, annoyed by it, I'm sure. Yeah. Just, you know, people just don't want to deal with it. Or, yeah, it's going to, it's going to, you're going to spark a fight, for sure. Yes. It's going to be a problem. But, you know what? I respect the fact that a guy that is has no reason to no, do no this reason. at all. He doesn't. He, there's no reason to, to to hurt a business that is thriving. He's doing something that could potentially hurt the business, and good for him. I, I think he's trying something. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna change the world, but it's an interesting concept. And who the fuck knows? This guy apparently had a good idea. He's like, let's put this little mermaid on a coffee cup, and he's made millions nah. of dollars. So maybe he knows what he's talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, franchise. but it's not gonna work. It's, well, it's to me. Define it's, work. What does it mean? What is work? I don't mean? think it's going to turn out the way he hoped. I don't. I just don't realistically right. see this going well. I don't see it other than like them writing race together on the cup. Nobody's going to sit there and have a conversation because, to Joey's point, there's going to be ten fucking people behind them. So nobody's going to sit there and have a conversation or like step to the side and like have a conversation with this barista and nobody's going to like and the guy behind him isn't going to tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, man, I agree. We should sit down and talk about this. No, because people have to go to work and shit. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, that's definitely true. Like uh, that was as best as I could simplify it. No, you're right. I mean, that is the point, though, that I think he's probably overlooking. It's like, yeah, people are. People are rush. busy, man. Like, right? How is the barista going to sit there and just talk to you? For right? Few- like you're bringing down, you're bringing down efficiency already by making yeah. them write something on the cup twice. Right. So let's just get that out of the way. And second of all, yeah, it's going to back everything up, and people are just and then so what? So people are in a bad mood, and then you want to talk to them about race? <laughs> right, like, right, right. I well, hope white supremacists flood Starbucks now. I hope they're like, <laughs> God damn it, it's our time. We can really get it out there in a convenient <laughs> form. That'd be a really oh, funny like s- sketch to shoot, yeah. where just the white supremacists could start drinking cappuccinos <laughs> now, so they can yell at people about black people. Yeah. Oh my god. The the but I will say this, regardless of what I, I'm worth saying about it. Uh-huh. Go for it. Like, it doesn't bother yeah. me, even if it doesn't work out or whatever. Yeah, give it a shot. I, I mean, that doesn't bother me that he's doing it. I, or, I just... or what, what you could do is you would set a special time. You would say anytime after 4 p.m. 
where people might not be as in a chaotic mood. And you could even throw some From plants four in there. From 4 to 4.17, <laughs> we will discuss race relations and go. In a most convenient and polite forum, <laughs> we will discuss the issues that have been clouding this co- country, company, everything for years. You're just going to walk past Starbucks now? And First of all, fights. Just people throwing <laughs> shit. It's like a nightmare in there. And then the coffee bean is like, come on in. Tivana's pumped about Dude, this. Dunkin' Donuts is like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> We're staying. Oh, my God. And just the, the potential for all the burns. Of the coffee in the face is just horrendous. Yeah, to, to, to make people argue about something very divisive. Over a hot, hot beverage. Hot, hot, hot coffee, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. You're absolutely right, yes. Uh, There's so much danger in lawsuits there. Uh, yes, the potential for burns is, is very it's high great. in the situation. Well, look, you know what? Good for him. He seems like a legitimate dude. I might go into a Starbucks and uh, t- be like, so can we talk about race, please? You know what I'm gonna. What do you do? think about Ferguson? Hashtag Ferguson. Let's talk about this. <laughs> can you hashtag? Can you put Ferguson on my cup too? <laughs> That's gonna. I'm gonna go to Starbucks and be like, "What's your name?" Ferguson. <laughs> let's talk race relations. <laughs> I like lean in. That's really funny. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm thinking about? What's that, Andrew? Covering my face in Vaseline, going in there and saying some very nasty things, waiting for somebody to throw coffee in my face. I got the Vaseline on. I'm good to go. That's an old Italian thing, by the way. That works. Covering yourself in Vaseline, yeah. <laughs> I have my grandfather that. used to do it to Why? like clean the pool in the winter because it's like insulation. Bro. Oh, okay. That's a great oh, idea. Okay. Oh, so. before we forget, I have to give my mom a shout out because since I got in my car accident, I haven't had my car and she, sure. she had to drive me to the train station. Got to the train station. The train left early. Never leaves early, right? Aww. Yeah. No. Shouldn't be allowed to leave early. Uh, never. Yeah, absolutely. Public transportation should never leave early. No. It can leave late. It can fine, leave late. But sure, never early. But yeah, no. that's insane. So the train's like 219 or no, the train's 221. I'm in the lot by 219. So right. that means like it was gone at like 17 because I would have I would have at least seen it pulling away. You That's know absurd. I mean? yeah. So I wait for like 10 minutes and then she's like, what well, I call her. She's like, what do you want to do? She ends up driving me up to Stanford, which is a move my dad pulled the other day. And I was able to catch that train oh. at Stanford. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was able to get here at 345. So thank you very much, mom. And yeah. oh, shout out to Andy's mom. What's your mom's name? Kathy. Kathy Genelosi, thank you very much for getting your baby boy here today. We needed him for this thank episode. You. Yeah, it was my quickest turnaround ever. Uh, I was home for 17 minutes. Nice. <laughs> I, that's not <laughs> a joke. Why? So what did you do I, for those 17 I'd minutes? I'd been here for three. I took a shower and I put on new clothes. Because uh, I've been here for three days. Right. And today would have been the fourth day in the city oh, in so the same fucking clothes. Like I had like, I think I brought like an extra t-shirt or two, but I was, I was same pair of socks, same pair of underwear. Mm, nice. Not, Not good. No. So 17 minutes is my record turnaround time. Congratulations. Thanks. That's impressive. Yes, it is. Uh, Joe, were you about, you were going to say something or no? No. All right. Well, I think we did the damn thing. We got everything out that we wanted to talk about. I feel nice. like it was pretty good. I got to listen to it uh, later to get the true feel of it, but it felt pretty good when we were doing it. Um, guys, if you have any comments, questions, uh, insults, uh, compliments, whatever you want, uh, you can leave that on the SoundCloud page. It's soundcloud.com slash mandatory Samson. Please subscribe when you get there. We'd appreciate it. Uh, you can also go on dailymotion.com slash Labs. You can check out all of our other exciting podcasts, uh, and you can – Subscribe there, and then you can find the link to the live stream, which is also in the information of our SoundCloud page. You can contact us on Twitter. I'm at Mansamp, M-A-N-S-A-M-P. Uh, Joey, what's your Twitter? Joey from Jersey with a Z. What's with the Z? The Jersey part? Yes. Okay. You know what? We always make fun of him for that, but it is the only logical part that could have a Z in it. I know. But it, it, it just sounds weird. <laughs> uh, and I'm at A underscore Lozy, L-O-Z-Z-I. Perfect. Uh, you can also, like um, our upset Oklahoman friend who email I always Yeah. You can send us an email, mandatorysampson at gmail.com. I, I check that. I share it with the guys, and we, we, we really appreciate it. Yep. We will address it. Uh, we're going to close with the mystery song. Stay tuned for that. It will be chosen by uh, Andrew over there. And, um, guys, we will – oh, did I mention the live stream? We live stream every every Thursday, 4, 4 4.30, whatever. Yeah, we were we just a little to. late today. Uh, but usually 4 o'clock. That's all on Daily Motion. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>